welcome everybody to the beloved books podcast we are your hosts lucy and cindy yes once again we have another book for you in this episode we'll be talking about beyond the wand by um tom felton now if you mm-hmm. don't recognize the name okay of the actor of the author of this um he is best known for playing Malfoy, uh, Draco Malfoy in the Harry Potter series, in the movies. And stuff. So he has his own autobiography um, out and stuff. It came out in uh, 2022. So it's a year old. Um, months, you know, but it was last year. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I recommended this to Cindy. Cindy, are you a Harry Potter fan? Absolutely, yes. Yes, yes, exactly. So when this book came under my radar and it was available for me to borrow, I immediately did. Okay, I did it through my Lippy app. Okay, and bonus thing, which I didn't know until I played it, is that he narrates it. He narrates yep. his own autobiography book. So it was lovely to hear his voice. Okay. Yes. And not be a snotty Draco Malfoy, but his normal voice <laughs> is yeah. such, oh it's lovely it's lovely i love british accents okay oh gosh you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i had a fun time listening to this um i could have finished it in the day but i fell asleep during like a section so i had to you know go back and hear it again and such so and i recommend this obviously to cindy so cindy what did you think about this? You, I know you immediately jumped on this for us to read and stuff as soon as I recommended it and stuff. But what did you think? Did you do audio or ebook? I did audio. Um, okay. But I loved it. I I am in the same boat as you. I love accents. I love. Um, I I always had a little crush on him, like back then and now. Um, he always seemed fun. Like he didn't seem mean. He just seemed fun. So I personally have always been a fan of him. Um, yes. And I love the book. Like, he is so funny. Like, he's a person who he seems very chill, very down to earth, very just he's he has his little like wild side to him. But it's not like the wild side of like, oh, my God, he's doing that. It's more like even at little adventures that you would think you would be doing. Um, yourself but I I love this book um, the only thing is uh-huh. the title to me is a little misleading <laughs> oh <laughs> because why? because when I okay and this just might be me um, so it says beyond the wand so I thought and he does talk about stuff like before during and after the movie but I thought it would be more like really his life outside of the movie which he does talk and he does reference but i think there's a big portion of harry potter which i know it it's unavoidable since it was like you know a big part of his life um yeah but i just thought the movies <laughs> i know but i thought um but i thought that it was going to be a little less harry potter and a little bit more him but uh but i love the book i loved it all i love to like, I love to hear, like, his whole things, like, on movie sets, like, people that really influenced him, um, um, his early life, um, his, you know, connection to his mom, um, and just, like, at the end, of course, like, his, his big, you know, 
no, I wouldn't say big downfall, but just like how his life kind of went on after Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, so that is actually the two parts that resonate with me with this book. It's the beginning part where, you know, he's initially like it really I really paid attention to that part. As soon as he started talking, when you know where he lived, um his his how he spoke about his brothers, you know, detailing each one. And um his mother, obviously his dad, and then like, you know, Harry Potter wasn't his first acting thing. He yeah acted before and like um I think he did Twelfth Night, I think. But he did Shakespeare, you know, when he was a kid and I think it must have been um that one. And then after a uh, commercial here and there type thing, you know, and then we got his foot in the door for coming into um Harry Potter. And yes, that takes a portion of his um you know, recorded works because, you know, Harry Potter lasted eight years, you know, yeah. and, you, and you're looking at him through like, you know, he's 10, you know, 11 playing Draco Malfoy since, you know, the beginning <laughs> of yeah. the, uh, the Harry Potter series when they're barely going into Hogwarts and stuff until the end, you know, when this whole thing is done and such, and obviously he's doing promotions and stuff so that's you know that's he's from like 10 to 18 19 years old that's a lot of portion of his childhood in there you know so it it, it was a large part but that part didn't you know bother me I but I did really pay more attention to the parts that obviously didn't involve much um the Harry Potter so it was really the beginning prior to him joining Harry Potter a little bit in in the Harry Potter series because he was saying like, you know, he was under age. He needed to have a supervised um, adult uh, uh, near, you know, on site with him. His parents were divorced. Um, so what did he do? You know, he had one of his older brothers and, uh, and I mean older brothers because there are really gaps in their age. Uh, and so so his brother you know could have been uh, it was like you know 18 19 20 while he was you know 10 years old <laughs> and stuff but he said he had good relationships with mm-hmm. his brother which i was glad to hear because you know later on when we find out that he hits you know um the high life after harry potter you know the fame and stuff like that and um he was um more prone you know um to fall into um an addiction and and i have to admit that after he hit the the addiction part that's when my interest as well peaked when he was um not struggling but he was reflecting on his struggle and what was he doing you know that's what he literally wrote and that's how i took it you know he was reflecting on what was happening during that time um and such and um you know also that it was almost like his brother one of his brothers was you know institutionalized because he has um he struggled with his mental illness um so you know when um tom was younger he saw his brother go through that and he's like wait you know why is he easy going in you know why haven't i seen him for weeks and then later on, when he's struggling with his addiction and going into rehab and stuff, he ends up reflecting on that part, too. Like, yeah, this is what my brother 
he, he did it for mental health. I'm doing it for an addiction, but we both had to go get professional help. So, you know. You know what? The only thing that I don't know if he's just not saying or what, I just don't know why they would do an intervention without like someone that's close to him there. What are you talking about? His girlfriend was there at the time. Yeah, but his girlfriend at the time. Like, a girlfriend is a girlfriend. I'm talking about like where was his mom, like his brother, you know what I mean? I know they're like in different countries, but it's just like he even said it, like his lawyer was the one that like kind of impacted him the most. And I get it from a stranger to say, like, hey, I've already been through like whatever so many deaths. Like, even if it's something small as like drinking, which is what he went in there for. Right. Um I I really it feels weird to me that they wouldn't call like his mom or one of his siblings to say like hey we're going to do an intervention cuz we we think Tom has you know an addiction because of these patterns. Wait a minute but, but I thought that his family did not know only the people that were immediately you know connected not connected they were in his circle because he was living in LA. Um, but yeah, but like he even said that his girlfriend didn't even know that we we're gonna do an intervention until like that morning. Or like I think no. he said an hour before or something like that. No, no, yes, and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if she didn't even know and she was the closest loved one, you yeah, know, she was living with him or you know, um, at least stationed in LA and stuff. Um I th- I don't know. I think I would be like, look, if there's like an emergency, any kind of emergency addiction, like you call my mom, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think maybe they don't have any like, you know what I was thinking is, you know, when you're little and you go to school or like any anywhere and they say, oh, who's like your emergency contact in case something goes wrong? I'm thinking as a movie star, like you have a file where like if we need to do something, <laughs> this is like your emergency contact. So I would think if if he is going through that, like wouldn't they know him enough like to call like a mom well, or dad? Yeah. I don't know. Well, Maybe I was I just think- overthinking it, but I I was taken aback by that. That you that in the intervention part. Um, there was no family member. No yeah, family I, member. yeah. Okay. Well, um, like, did you get anything that he, he, like, his family knew that he had an addiction? I thought he didn't. Like, unless um, you were like, like, he, he did it from his dad when, like, he would go back and forth um, between London and L.A., um, well, he doesn't, to me, throughout the book, like, he doesn't really talk about his drinking until that last chapter, like, that last portion of the book right, is right. when that's when he's talking about him living out here and how he found himself drinking at a specific bar every day. Uh, yes. So that's the only part that I really, like, got from him that he was drinking, Um, but he was out here, so I... He doesn't talk about, I called my mom and I would tell her like that I was, I felt lonely. It just seems something, which I know that could be like whatever in a book, but like from what he's telling us, it seems like, I don't know. It just seems like he was really out here by himself. So, um, but 
that's the only time that he really talks about his drinking. Um, which so, I'm which sure he yeah. was. Sorry, I'm sure if there was an intervention, it was a lot heavier drinking than. Yeah, and I'm sure he doesn't want to talk too much about it because, you know, it's probably not what he wants people to concentrate on the book. But it just seemed it just seemed weird to me that they wouldn't contact his family to at least now. Once again, I don't know if they probably did. And his mom was like, do it, do the intervention now. But um, it just seems odd that his at least his mom wouldn't be there. Or like any family member, you know, because yeah, you know, his parents have his um brothers and stuff. You you're right. Now that you bring it up and stuff, so that just makes me think. You know, obviously, we don't know because he doesn't say it in this yeah. um, autobiography. Um, that if his family knew that he had a problem, you know, yeah, and if he hit it that well, or he just didn't go back as often as you know. He, you know, anyone could say you're fine over a phone call, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you believe it, you know, because your son is out there, he's working, he's trying to get jobs and he's a movie star, you know, his schedule is all over the place when he answers the phone. Hey, sweetie, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is no, what I'm assuming. True. I know this is what I am assuming from the omission of him not saying it, because yeah. you're right. When the intervention comes into play, it's literally uh, like a bunch of people handful of people there is producer lawyer girlfriend um and you know some of the people that that movie related to him and, and you know uh and they do the intervention part yeah and he yeah and he continues on it, it's just a moment you know we want yeah i want the audience to know that it's just a moment he's speaking it because um you know, you brought out the concern that, you know, his family was in prison or... Yeah, that, know, was the only, then... yeah, that was the only weird part about it. I mean, like I said, I I didn't I didn't focus too much in it because, I mean, it's a whole thing to even, like, do an intervention. And I, I like yeah. I said, he's only talking about a, a specific portion of it. Um, so there could be other incidents that led... To this intervention i'm not sure if you know maybe his his people did call his parents and they were just like do it we can't be out there because of x y and z flights whatever you know whatever the case is yeah. but it was just i i was assuming that anybody that has interventions um has like a family member there like you know people that they're close with so they can see like you know, hey, you're you're going down the wrong path. This is not the path that. But once again, I've never been in an intervention, so I'm sure if it's something where like we need to get this person clean up, like ASAP, it can be like something where we're doing it regardless of who's there. You know, and it's not, and maybe it isn't like so much of well being, but if it's people that you know maybe you hardly see and they can see you have a problem, then it's you know it's bad. Um, but that was just the only weird thing to me about the whole the whole book or the whole thing that yeah his girlfriend was there but that he didn't have anybody like close close to the intervention so <laughs> um, so I don't know but um, but aside from that like his whole book is is really good like he's like I said he's funny like I like how he and like when he's bringing back little conversations that he's had with like different obviously different 
people. Like I like his his performance, <laughs> what yes. that conversation was like. And it was really funny. Um, I would say this is definitely like a book worth reading or listening to. Um, not just because it does have snips of like Harry Potter behind the scenes, but it is hit like him himself. He, he seems like a genuine person and him growing up and the spotlight and just how he took how he kind of saw the whole thing uh, develop and how it like structure him. It's, it's really refreshing to hear uh, about. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And it's interesting too, just reflecting on it right now, um, what you were saying and stuff like, because he was a, you, you, I would consider him a child actor, you know, he got in there eight years into a series and stuff. Um, that's major. That's that's part of your life and such. So, um, you know, we see that he's not, even in this day and age, you know, we hear about childhood actors in the past, like all these childhood actors, no. like they all had tragedy and stuff and, you know, reporters and everybody laid out their life completely. But, you know, he's he's also in that book that he was a childhood actor and, you know, the life got, I'm not saying that maybe the life got to him and stuff, you know, but it's so easily accessed for you to have vices and then let those vices become addictions and stuff. And he wasn't immune to that. It happened to him. However, however, uh, he reflected earlier and and you know and he went through it he you know tried several times during the intervention but he got cleaned and and the fact that he went he even he wanted to go back to how life was you know him you know trying to get a part here and there and stuff you know that that he chooses that career he still wants to be in that career but he knows better at least that's how i felt it at the end when he was reflecting on everything that's happened to him, where is he at at that point? I'm like, and he did it without wasting, you know, 10 more years to his addiction and stuff like, you know, yeah. he, he ended up getting the help earlier. So, you know, he's more conscious of it now. He, he knows it. He's still in the business. He still wants to succeed as an actor, but he also is going back to how he used to live. He lives in a flat in, in London. He walks, you know, he does hobbies in his house. And then when a job opens or he goes to an audition and stuff, you know, he knows the hustle of it, but he tries to maintain a balanced life. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think history has taught us um, what happens when you don't have support and stuff and uh, in other examples of childhood actors. Him, I think he took a page of that and he wrote his life. And I think that's why he wrote the book. Yeah. You know, and he did it in his own self as opposed to, um, you know, like Access Hollywood or TMS um, doing cover stories that they catch them you know doing yeah. this and that and stuff you know as other, they do other actors and stuff yeah he will know he will always be known as draco malfoy in the harry potter movies even if you hate him you know yeah. you'll you'll recognize this british actor and i think that he's on a better path hopefully but at, at least from the end of this book he is um in 
I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hearing him tell his um, fortunes. You know, and sometimes they, they, um, it's almost like a memoir. They want, they're comfortable in telling some parts and not others, you know? Yeah. They, I, they control the narrative. Yeah. I mean, the way it should be. I, I do yeah. agree with him, like for him and for some of like the secondary, like, uh, cast. Uh, I think I was a little bit easier for them to kind of have a little bit more control and be a little bit more free versus the three main characters like Harry. I'm sorry. Um, oh my God. Like Emma, Rupert and Daniel, like, and, yeah. and he, and he very much is aware of that. Um, so I, 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 I see where he's coming from and how he does definitely feel that he's lucky because he did get to live like somewhat of a normal life. Um, I mean, I follow him on Instagram and he looks pretty normal. He's not all about Instagram in the sense of like, oh, I'm going to be posting every time. Like the things that he does post is very. Yes. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I've seen some of his posts too and stuff. It's comical, um, you know, in, yeah. in sh sh show, especially when this book came out and stuff. I was seeing some of the posts that they came out and stuff, and one of them was hilarious. You have um the actor um Herbert and he the one who plays his dad, I forget his name. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, were, yeah. they, they have the book in front of him and they're like, you know, giving weird facial features and they're like, bro, this book, okay. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> and I like the caption where Tom says, like, I it's like it should be interesting to see their face when they reach chapter 17 or something like that. And so so he he's funny. I'm glad that he's keeping it easy. I mean, he has to because he knows what that dark side could lead to. So, yeah. Um, great book. Glad that he narrated too, because I feel like that adds the the, the extra, you know, him hearing his voice and his, tell his own story. Yeah. Uh, but recommended in either form. It's an easy read, and by that I mean it's six hours and some change and stuff. So it's not a long book. Um, and it's captivating. So you, I feel like, I mean, you know, like. I don't feel like you're going to be stuck with it and like saying, oh my God, I need to finish this book. But I did that. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> I, but I think you'll be intrigued enough that you're like, it's not a drag to finish this book. Yeah, you're it really is. Wanting, yes, you'll be wanting to finish it even in, even if you break it down in sections every day. You'll be fascinated by each, you know, couple of chapters that you read into it. So it's worthwhile. I give it a three and a half. Good book. Um, I don't think I have anything like remotely to say, but you, you're right. I don't think this is a bad on the book part, but that's because, you know, he's, he's a young actor. He's like 20-something or 30, sorry. And, you know, half of those 30-something years has been in Harry Potter. So I understand that, you know, at this point in his memoirs, he has Harry Potter in the background, and that's where you see, you know, his life taking him. But I can't fault him for that because that's how we end up finding out and loving him. Yeah, no, I yeah. I would give this book a four out of a five. I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it's it's a good book. It was really good. Uh, it was written really good. Um, and like you know, Lucy said, it's easy to read. I think I did finish it in a day. Um, 
So it, it's, and it's fun. That's the one thing, even though we yeah. talked about his last chapter being a little bit, you know, not so fun, but the, the whole book, it's fun that when you get to the last part, it's almost like a reflection for him of where not to go than more of a, oh no, I feel bad for him. Like I definitely did not feel bad for him at all when he was reading this. Because yeah. it does, to me, the way that it ends, it does seem like he did learn something from it. Um, and I hope he did, you know, because it would be a shame to lose someone to, you know, any addiction. Sure. Yes, absolutely. You you said it completely like that. Uh, how you worded it? Yes. Um, that's because he wanted to tell his own story and he told it this way. I feel like it is a reflection. I mean, because he's still living on. He's still alive, and he he knows what could that dark side lead to. So he he's reflecting on that, and he's allowing us to see that. Yeah. So yeah, good book, recommended, great read. I'm glad that uh, you know, we were able to read this book um and talk about it. You know, because you know. Love the British accent, but come on, man, a Harry Potter fan. I love him or love yeah. or hate the author, <laughs> but the books themselves they hold um, their own. Um, the, the movies are different, but he's an actor. He played in them, but he personified Malfoy. Um, you couldn't prove it. Yes, we all critics of it and stuff, but the movies, how it is, like I, I'll still watch them, Ouch. and I. Still reread some of the books and I always picture Malfoy as Tom Felton. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You gotta admit though, they got somebody that, you know, could fit his part and he he brought to life a literary character. So gotta give him to that. Yeah. So with that, <laughs> this is where we end this episode. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Uh this is for the Love of Books podcast, your host Lucy and Cindy. Yes. Thank you so much. Join us next time. Bye. 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 Bye.